Hey man, hey man, come over here, man. Can you help a fella out? Yeah, could you help me out, man? I'm I'm sorry, sir. I'm a little bit late for work right now. I've got to get going. Hey man, I tell you what. Hey, I'll suck your dick for some Google Play cards. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, man. I just I need some Google Play cards, man. I just I'll suck your dick right here. Come on, man. I just need some Google Play cards. I gotta I gotta level up my crack farm and crack farmer. I'm I'm sorry, sir, but I'm not going to assist you in in doing illicit drugs here on the street. What? No one, no one's doing drugs, man. I'm just crack farmer. It's a game on my phone. I just, I just need some Google Play dollars to upgrade to the next level, man. Come on, come on, you can spare. Come on, I'll, I'll, I'll even put my finger in your butthole if you want. I, sir, that's, sir, I am not interested in your offer fellatio for Google Play to, cards. That's, that's ridiculous and obscene. Come on, man, I just, come on. And, and I, I also don't believe you that this is a game on a phone. No, man, come on, come on, come on, give me your phone, give me your phone, I'll show you, show you. I'm not giving you, here, no, give it to me, give it to me, here. See, we just go on your, your Google Play account, and we just, here, we download the game right now, here we go. Sir, I, I do not appreciate, I have to go, really, I don't have time for, oh, it's quite colorful. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a real colorful game here. See, the first thing we're gonna do here is we're gonna, we're gonna click on this plot of land, start your crack farm. Gonna plant a lot of crack plants for you. I don't think this is how crack is made. Hey man, it's just a game. It's just a game. All right, so let's see. Okay, now we're investing in the crack farm. We've invested in. Okay, well, let's invest in a few more crack plants. Okay, all right now. All right, well, so we've invested all your crack money now into your, all your crack dollars into your farm. Okay, it's gonna slowly make you some more crack dollars, but. Oh, that's go. We're gonna have to wait hours for that. So here we're gonna, here we're gonna, we're gonna do here. We're gonna click on free money right here, on a corner, and then we're gonna. Oh, let's see here. If you download Hamster Wheel, uh, and play level five, they'll give you a thousand crack dollars. I don't, I don't know about that. No, no, no. It's real simple. You only got, you only gotta play it to level five, and then you'll get a thousand crack dollars, and you'll never have to play that stupid hamster game, game again, unless. Turns out that the hamster game is your real crack, in which case you'll be out here sucking people off for hamster dollars. Sir, I, I, oh, uh, okay, uh, let's see, oh, I, look, my farm's coming along quite nicely here. It's, uh, it's quite good. Uh, I mean, as long as the, the crack dollars are free. Well, man, you can also get yourself some Google cards and, uh, and buy some crack dollars through their online store, and then you'll be able to get a really good crack farm, man. Like the best. I mean, I have some money in my my Google Play account's connected right up to my credit card. Oh, that's the good stuff. That's the good stuff right there. Get it right hooked up to your credit card. Yeah, yeah. Get them crack dollars. Okay. All right, well, uh, okay. okay. Let's see. I was only 50 cents for, for 100 crack dollars. That's not bad at all. Just saying. <laughs> oh, look, my farm's coming along quite nicely here. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, no. One day. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, next thing you know, you'll be out here sucking dick for some Google Play dollars. Sir, I am a, I am a upstanding businessman with a, with a family and a good-paying accountant-based job. I, plus, I have a credit card and a bank account. <laughs> so I don't think I'll be out here sucking dick for Google Play cards. I mean, sure. You gotta... Oh, yeah, no. 
you got a, oh, you got a sweet job and a bank account and a wife and kids and stuff. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, you got those things. You got those things. For now. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Ruben Cut. Today's episode topic is, of course, phone games and why phone games are fucking trash. Absolute goddamn trash. Okay, so let's... Don't get wrong. We've all... If you've got a smartphone or maybe even a flip phone, you've probably got some games on your phone. I mean, I do, which is why I'm here today to talk to you about all the phone games I have on my phone and how they're all fucking trash. <clears throat> so, let's go over a quick overview, though, of, of phone games before I jump into it. Or maybe it'd make more sense to use the examples. I don't know. We're winging this shit. All right. So, a lot of phone games... <laughs> Now, some of you might be out there going, Ruben, not all phone games are trash. But let me just specify this to you. The majority of phone games are trash. Because <clears throat> the majority of phone games come... I have several main complaints with phone games. Complaint number one with phone games. <laughs> A lot of them are free-to-play trash that barely have any real gameplay mechanics but instead are just designed to keep you hooked on that dopamine drip feed the entire fucking time you're playing it. <clears throat> these games, and these games rarely have a solid, like, real gameplay mechanic. They're frequently like a bad version of SimCity, where everything requires you to spend real money to get it to build. And those games are fucking ridiculous. Another category of phone games are phone games that are blatantly trying to rip off or make you think about other more famous video games. <clears throat> and this is sort of a major problem in phone games, that there's really no standards for phone games. Phone games can be the cheapest, shittiest garbage, and they will still end up on people's phones because they're either free or cheap or blatant rip-offs of more successful games. And then, like, the thing is, is that if a phone game becomes successful, if some type of phone game becomes successful, the next thing you know, you've got a whole bunch of fucking phone games that are just like that phone game. <clears throat> Except, you know, a slightly different graphic set or, or color set or just any anything... It's, it's fucking ridiculous. I don't go into more detail as we get into some of the games that I have on my phone. Excuse the occasional belch. I do drink fizzy water while I record these. Gotta keep the pipes lubricated. And I am talking about my throat, you gross pervert. And to the other gross perverts, I'm talking... Yes, that's right. I was talking about my throat, you gross pervert. <coughs> Hold on, I gotta blow my nose. I'm not gonna let you hear that. 
I know, I know. It's Ruben Uncut, and I stopped the recording to blow my nose. I have robbed you of the glorious sound of me blowing snot out of my nose in the name of censorship. God, I'm such a hypocrite. All right, moving along. Where was I? All right, so the thing about this is, is that I think... And phone games get to get away with being shit. No, you know what? I'll get into the details of that first later because maybe this will be easier if i just go over the games in my phone <clears throat> that i currently have on my phone i don't have the largest number of games on my phone but i do have a number of games on my phone now a major problem i have with phone games that i've noticed is that phone game ads are just fucking liars they lie the shit to you like, they just don't tell you the truth about games. There are so many games out there right now where you'll see the ads that are on Facebook or YouTube or even your phone. Or even just... It's so many, The ads are everywhere. It doesn't matter where you see them. But ads for these phone games frequently just lie their asses off to you. And one of the main ways they do this is that they create bullshit mini-games and then present those in the ads as if those are the main gameplay of the games. <laughs> and they do this in a very specific way if you pay attention to the ads, which is that the ads essentially show you an incredibly simple mini-game that you, the viewer, look at it and can easily figure out how to win it. Meanwhile, the person playing the mini-game... <laughs> We'll just all kinds of fuck it up. Like they'll fail it. And you'll be sitting there going, Come on, man! I could have solved that fucking stupid puzzle! Because you could have. Because they're easy. In fact, they're frequently incredibly obvious what the person should have been doing. And this will drive you crazy. You'll sit there and you'll be like, I could do this. And then you download it. And it turns out that gameplay that you saw on the ad is like less than 2% of the game you just downloaded. So now you're playing some type of city builder or weak-ass, like, roguelike RPG where you just have to basically go to automated battles and try and fight them out. Meanwhile, the minigame you've downloaded it to play only occurs like once every 10 fucking levels. And also, that minigame isn't original, because that same minigame is being used to trick other people into buying other games all the time. And phone games do this repeatedly, where they will present themselves as being primarily one form of gameplay, and then you get into the fucking game, and it's like, wait, this is really a city-building game? where I occasionally get to solve these kinds of puzzles, it's maddening. Absolutely maddening. And I have several games on my phone like this right now. Allow me to go through some of them with you. A game that would fall into this category is uh, Age of Z Origins, Puzzles and Survival. Let's see, do I got any others on here right now? Uh, no, I'll talk. I do have another, but I'll talk about that in a minute. Because, uh, yeah. Alright, so... Age of Z Origins 
and puzzles and survival are interesting games because one of them is meant to be sold to you as a block mat like a symbol block matching puzzle game and the other one sells itself to you as a tower defense game and they're both technically about zombies or worlds that take place in zombies but they're also fucking liars because you get into these goddamn games and sure now in fairness to puzzles and survivals a lot of the gameplay is still the matching puzzles thing but the other thing is, is that both of these games have an incredibly obnoxious emphasis on their city building and the city building is mind-numbing like literally it just says click on this now 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 click on this it's like you're playing a game with a tutorial never fucking ends so you're just mindlessly grinding through these incredibly uninteresting city building things so that you can get to the puzzle matching game or the tower defense game. And mind you, that neither of these games sell themselves as a city building game. The ads that got me to download them were me going, oh yeah, sure, I'd love to set up defense towers that mow down waves of zombies coming at me. Sure, that's a fun, mindless thing. Or, oh, okay, a puzzle matching game. Puzzle matching is one of the few genres that works surprisingly well on phones. And then you get into them, and it's like, why am I building these fucking cities? I didn't sign up for this. If you're going to have city building in here, then it should be fucking interesting. And I should be able to have options as to how the city looks. Instead of you just hand-holding me through the process of building my human city to stave off the zombies. Not only that, but now I have two games that are cons- that are supposed to be completely different kinds of games. Except, except... They fucking aren't. There's one key component where they're exactly the same. Building cities. I will say that Puzzle and Survival will look better so far than the Age of Z game. And maybe it's because I have played less of Age of Z Origins. But at least in Puzzles and Survival, it's pretty easy to get to the actual fucking puzzles. Which is what I came there to play. And so far in Age of Z, there's been a little bit too little time of me building tower defense levels. Me doing tower defense levels. So it's uh, pretty fucking annoying. <clears throat> but like, this is a reoccurring thing throughout phone games. And you have to understand this is that phone games frequently are just trying to get you to play them as much and as long as you can while investing as much money in or in or into buying their fake currencies or time into investing in in the uh, the resource the the ads that play in the games cuz that's the other way they get you all right so let's go now I will say this. Another game that is semi like this, I have another two games that are kind of like this in this regard, where there's a little bit too much of the ancillary gameplay 
that distracts you from the supposed thing that is the quote-unquote main part of the game. So these other two games are games I enjoy more than the last two games I said, except they also have some problems. Uh, the next thing I'm going to mention is Mega Tower. Now, Mega Tower is interesting. You could consider it a tower-based defense wave attack game, uh, which I guess it is. But it is also a resource management and merge game. Now, if you don't know what merging is, merging is essentially the idea of a matching puzzle game where the you just continuously upgrade things by merging the like patterns. And it's annoying because it is simultaneously nonsense gameplay, but it also gives you dopamine. So that's a problem. But the real problem to Mega Tower is that the merging gameplay and the resource management, which is essentially just clicking through hundreds of menus, either collecting resources or using resources to upgrade things, is where you will spend 99% of your time playing Mega Tower. And for good reason, though, which is that that part is the more entertaining part of Mega Tower than the actual tower defense where you don't have to do pretty much anything. Like, literally, you have only one tower you control directly to target opponents, and almost everything else is automatic. Now, to be fair, that's relatively normal for tower defense games, but most tower defense games give you a little bit more control and power in terms of what you're able to do during the actual um, attack phase. And this game is just not, there's not enough gameplay there. So this is a game I, I'm sorry to say I play a lot, but I do spend roughly 90% of the time I'm playing it just merging stuff and clicking through upgrades, which is mind-bending to me. Like I say it out loud and I feel ashamed of this game. And yet, it is probably currently the most played game on my phone. Which, I, I don't even know how to... Whoop. Everything's fine. My cat just fell off of something. Don't know why. Don't know what she was doing. But, uh... <clears throat> it, it's, it's, it is mind-bending. That's all I'm saying. It's mind-bending to me that that is somehow the more played version of this game. Now, the next thing I'm going to comment on is actually one of the games I... I don't know if I could say I recommend phone games, but out of the games I'm going to mention, this is definitely the one that I think is the best so far of the ones that I am talking about. And that is Monkey City. Now, Monkey City is kind of a lot like those other things I described, except Monkey City does it right. Where you can build the city that, the way that you want and choose where you put the things and it doesn't hold your hand through the whole fucking thing. But at the end of the day, Monkey City is a tower defense game based on the, what is it, uh, Bloons Tower Defense, where you've set up monkeys who pop balloons, which is a solid series and not just available on phones. Monkey City takes the idea that sort of Age of Z and, and Puzzle and Survival and Mega Tower have, which is where you have one main gameplay and then you have a world-building game built around it. Except, here's the thing. At, in Monkey City, you actually 
the majority of the gameplay is still going to be you actually doing the fucking tower defense levels. Which is why, out of these games, if you have to play games on your phone, game I'm going to recommend to you now is Monkey City. It's not bad. It actually has gameplay, and I have never at any point felt like I had to spend money. I've occasionally watched some ads, but you can't escape the ads. i got to pay for this shit somehow. And Monkey City, compared to the other games I have mentioned, is relatively enjoyable. And also, has actual gameplay. Now, another game I'm going to talk about here... Is that, and this is, this is another game that lied about what kind of game it is. And that game... And actually, I don't have this one on my phone, but I have to mention it, because it's such a good example of this bullshit that phone games do. And that game is Fishdom. Fucking Fishdom. Okay, so Fishdom is not horrible, but Fishdom is also trying to be like three or four games at once and doing none of them exceptionally amazingly. Alright, so one part of Fishdom is an aquarium simulator where you collect fish and items for their fish tank, and you feed the fish, and you clean the fish tank, and blah, 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 blah. Uh, this, this, this concept has been done better before. Uh, PopCap had a game, and before that was less, that was more arcade-style adventure and less, uh, less, less actual aquarium simulator. <laughs> arcade action, I guess. Uh, but it was a better game than this, where the aquarium stuff is just sort of like the city builder stuff, in, in those other games I mentioned. It's it's like this extra thing where it gives you this concept of progress and achievement, even though it's meaningless bullshit. And then... Then we got... On top of the fish tank simulator thing, you have the main gameplay, which is that it is a object matching game. You know, like Candy Crush or... What is that game? Uh, I've got it on my phone here. Or Toon Blast, or any millions of other games that are trying to run with the ball of, you know, like what Bejeweled, Bejeweled and Bejeweled Blitz is doing, and the hundreds of games on Game Boy and PCs that came before that. It's a very simple type of gameplay. It's been emulated and repeated and modified a million times. And Fishdom does it eh, okay. It's fine. It's very similar to Tomb Blast and, and Candy Crush, except with tons of bullshit. So Fishdom is also, however, one of those games that lies to you by presenting itself with these bullshit minigames. Where it looks super easy and you still see people fuck it up in the ads. And... Fishdom does have that, and that's technically the gameplay that Fishdom normally sells it on self on in the ads. But this, like, literally once again makes up like what five percent of the overall gameplay in Fishdom. It's it's just annoying. It's just annoying. And the thing is that Fishdom is a game that's trying to do a lot of things at once, and it's not doing any of them better than its competition. It's just doing more of them, more of the things at once. It's taking that kitchen sink approach that those other games I mentioned before take, where you just 
trying to hammer on a bunch of stupid bullshit. And it's, ugh. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Just, it's, it's just annoying. It's not great. All right, what's next up on the list of games on my phone here? All right, I've got this game called Hero Squad. And I've got this game called Arch... Arc Hero? Arch Hero? Arc Hero? Arch Hero? I'm uncertain. Uh, <clears throat> these games sort of control similarly. Um, but I'm definitely going to... And I, I don't think I'd, I don't know if I'd recommend either of these games, really. But I would definitely recommend one over the other. The first game is Hero. The first game is Hero Squad, and you've probably seen ads for Hero Squad, or at least games that look like Hero Squad. Uh, it's real simple. You gotta. It's, it's re, They're both pretty simple games, actually. Hero Squad and. Arch Hero play relatively the same, which is you take a guy and you go through these small levels where you've got to use your guy who, to shoot at all of the various enemies. Now, Hero Squad takes some gameplay elements from these other types of games where you're continuously moving forward, and it adds the whole concept of like collecting members to your squad, like rescuing guys and they join your team whatever the fuck you know arch hero is at least at least with arch hero i can look at it and go oh this is a roguelike this is a roguelike game it plays like a roguelike and if you know what a roguelike game is then you might actually be enjoy arch hero because arch hero feels like a real fucking game and hero squad feels like it's about half the fucking game arch hero is that being said if I was talking about Arch Hero on, like, a Game Boy or something, it, it would not rank nearly as high as it does on a phone. Because the standards for phone games are that much lower, people. Are that much lower. The standards for phone games are extremely low. Like, I'm, ta I'm talking to you about how Arch Hero is the better game here. But, like, in all honesty, you would probably be better off reading a book than playing either of these games. A book, people. A book. Be better off reading a book. All right, what do we got next here? You know what? I've got Tomb Blast on my phone right now. I don't play Tomb Blast right now because I lost all my progress in Tomb Blast, and I'm just not dealing with that shit right now. Uh, and here's the thing about Tomb Blast. Tomb Blast is pretty much a, a lot like Candy Crush, except it's all multicolored blocks with symbols on them. There's no candy, and it's got, like, a weird, a, like, cartoon theming of it. But the other main thing that separates Tomb Blast from games like Candy Crush, the Tomb Blast, you can't go back. There's no going back in Tomb Blast. Once you beat a level, regardless of how well you did on it, you're on to the next level, and there's no going back to it. It's like, nope, that level's done. Moving along. Which is vaguely impressive, because that means there's an ab they must be continuously making an abnormal level of Tomb Blast levels. Because that's the thing about games like Tomb Blast and Candy Crush, is I'm pretty sure, and actually, no, I'm sorry, it's the thing about all these phone games I've been talking about so far, 
He said, I don't think any of them are designed to end. They are more constantly built around the concept of old-timey arcade games, where the idea is you don't really give the game an ending, because if you gave the game an ending, it would give people a specific point in time at which they, they no longer needed to keep playing it. Now, in the arcades, this was an idea to milk you of your, your kid of their quarters, and... On our phone games, it's part of the concept of just, you know, milking your bank account, draining that shit dry, making it easy for your kid to accidentally spend $2,000 on your phone because you weren't paying attention. Yeah, because it's super easy for kids to do that. If your credit cards or bank accounts are hooked up to your Google Play, all you need to do is hit the button and accept. Next thing you know, little Timmy or Tina has spent uh, over $600 just to get uh, power-ups and Candy Crush. And you see, that's the other thing, though. <clears throat> Ultimately, the problem with Candy Crush and, uh, and Tomb Blast is that their, their difficulty levels are extremely irregular due to the fact that at a certain point, it's largely luck. It's, I mean, there's a certain amount of skill put into these puzzle games, I, I guess. But, like, they're no Tetris. Like, they don't require the type of thinking that Tetris requires. That type of more advanced spatial reasoning. You just have to, like, look around for the matches and click on them. And not even like how you would in, say, Mahjong, where, where you're sort of keeping an eye, where there's more choices to be made as to which matches you're going to make. In Toon Blast or Candy Crush, which, side note, I also have... Candy Crush Jelly and Candy Crush Soda on my phone. And so it's it's not, they're not as smart as other, like older puzzle games were smarter because they weren't designed around the concept of, of trying to make you need these power-ups that you're spending actual money on. Because, you know, back in the day, there was no way to hook your Game Boy up to the internet and download actual and like transfer money from your bank account on your Game Boy to the fucking game. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Okay. Anyways. So I do also have Candy Crush Jelly and Candy Crush Soda. So what are Candy Crush Jelly and Candy Crush Soda? I don't remember what the specific gameplay thing of Candy Crush Regular is. But essentially, Candy Crush Jelly has a bunch of levels that are based around the idea of you also destroying layers of jelly... And Candy Crush Soda has some levels where, like, as you collect soda bottles, it causes soda to flood the level and, and cause them to, and cause things to float upwards instead of dropping down. And the thing about these gimmicks is that, like, there's a part of me that can't help but feel like maybe these could just be things that you added to regular Candy Crush. And you're milking the concept to make them separate games. There, I said it. Also, Candy Crush is heavily based on luck. Like, there's no way it's not. Like, you will play the same level over and over again, and you just have to hope that you get the right candies to fall if you do not have a power-up. Of course, they want you to use the power-ups, and these games incredibly make it deliberately frustrating so that you will spend money on the power-ups. What a bunch of bullshit. But at least this is a semi-legitimate gameplay mechanism of the matching blocks 
unlike other games, where it's, unlike some of those other games, where they're just not. Like, the gameplay mechanic is weak to the core. Another game I have on my phone is Brickout. And Brickout... I have had at numerous points different versions of Brickout, and I want to emphasize that this is what I was talking about when I say sometimes a gameplay style will come along on the on your on your phone games, and people will immediately just start copying it. And Brickout is clearly that kind of game. Now the thing about Brickout is that Brickout is is the Brickout games have gameplay to them, like you can fail if you don't destroy. All the blocks before they touch the bottom, you end up losing the game. But there is a certain amount of breakout and breakout style games where I can't help but feel like the gameplay is a little bit weak, but also it's strangely like visually satisfying. Breakout and the games of its ilk are ones where you aim a stream of balls so that they bounce off of bricks, and each of the bricks will have numbers that indicate how many balls they need to be hit with to be destroyed. And this type of game on the phone is so freaking prevalent, it's obscene. Like, there's just so many of these. And some of them try to sell it on being, like, a more exciting game than it is. But in reality, these ideas they try to introduce into the gameplay to make it more exciting just make it, um, dumber? What do I mean? I used to have a breakout game where, like, every 10 levels, they did the thing where you used to see it in the ads. And this thing they show in the ads is where there's, like, a specific scenario, and you have to launch the balls, and if they hit the right spot, then it saves a person from drowning, or a girl takes off her clothes, or, or, or someone is saved. It's some type of event like that. Unfortunately, these types of levels go in the face of the actual breakout gameplay, which is the concept of clearing the blocks. In these modes, you essentially just have to choose the right route to send the blocks down, and you'll succeed. Unless you do something stupid like, don't send it down the route, or choose the wrong route in the t cases where there's actually more than one, but sometimes there is just one route. It's, it's nonsense. It's absolute nonsense bullshit gameplay. Don't fucking buy that. Don't fall for this shit just phones phone games are terrible phone games are trash if you go on if you go on your phone right now and look at phone games you will see a dozen phone games that are just meant to make you think of more of real video games like knockoffs of gta and 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 doom and stuff or games that are made to look like they're knockoffs of those games and you get into them and it's like all right, this is just a fucking brickout game, motherfucker. All right, so that, but I can't, I can't step away from this without at least commenting on probably one of the weirdest genres of phone games that are out there. And some of these, and this type of game, of course, is the, they, they come in two forms, but they're basically the same type of game. The tap game and the idle game. And the only real difference between a tap game and an idle game is how long the game tries to convince you that tapping the screen is an important gameplay element. A game I have on my phone right now is called The Monolith, a game that I find vaguely charming because of its whole, like, 
this is you following this game helps you is you following society through the ages and whatnot but ultimately this is just a tap and idle game now a tap game is a game where a core gameplay element is and i'm not fucking shitting you here just repeatedly tapping the screen like i there's a part of me that feels like this gameplay style exists specifically to make you look stupid while you play your games on your phone. You're just tap 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 Oh no, I've almost got a hundred points now. Don't worry, I just need those to buy the next upgrade. What will happen when you buy the next upgrade? Ah well I'll tap some more. Now the different the only real significant difference between a tap and an idle game is that idle games will frequently feature the option to tap things to make them go faster, but the major focus in an idle game is to upgrade yourself to the point where the game taps for you. And I'm not even shitting you there. That's the game. That's the idle game. And idle games just masquerade as resource management games. Because they kind of are. You're, you're technically choosing to invest in things and use your resources to generate more resources. And... And, and level up. But at the same time, like, you're literally, it's a game where you're setting up the entire thing to play itself while you're not even fucking playing it. <laughs> like, like, I can't think it, like, it feels like a video game methodology that is designed specifically to get, you know, like, I don't know, stockbrokers addicted? I, I, it's weird. It's a weird style of game. Of course, it's not the only weird style of game, to be fair, that has been uh, prevalent on the phone. But, uh, but definitely a weird one. Now, a major, oh, a, a major make or break for me in terms of how playable a phone game is, is the phone ads to gameplay ratio. This is the most annoying thing about playing a free game is the ads to gameplay ratio. Now, a game that is acceptable is a game where you only have to watch the ads if you want extra stuff. Where watching the ads is 100% your choice and the game isn't just throwing ads at you. Uh, I used to have a game called Idle Clicker Kingdom, I believe it was called. And the thing that was great about that game is I got to choose when the ads happened. And that definitely led to me playing it more. Because I knew that the ads would only occur at my choosing. And that was huge. I watched, played that game a bunch. However, a lot of other games, and not all of them are idle clickers. Some of them are more action-based games or even puzzle games will throw a ludicrous amount of ads at you. And the thing that makes me angriest is when some, when a game will say, hey, watch this ad to earn free stuff, and I'll be like, nah, I don't need that free stuff right now. And then I have to watch a completely different ad anyways. It's like, what was the point of, okay, so I canceled on the ad that gave me stuff, and then you still forced me to watch an ad that didn't give me stuff. That's bullshit that is an absolute bullshit 
The other thing is that some gameplay loops are so small that if I have to play an, if there is an ad after every single level, and that ad is like 30 seconds to a minute, I will be spending more time watching the ad than the fucking level I was just on. And that's not acceptable. That is broken. That is greedy, gameplay-breaking bullshit. But the thing that's really aggravating about all of this is that these games are designed to be addictive. Frequently, these gameplay loops I'm discussing with you are not great gameplay loops. They're weak. Like, in turn, if you compare them to more advanced, more in-depth console or even handheld video games, the gameplay loops of those games feature significantly more depth, even the ones that we would call shallow by the standards of those systems. They frequently are more of a game than the fucking game on your phone. The phone game's gameplay loops are specifically targeted to try and get that dopamine out of you. Because if they're getting enough dopamine out of you, then you're willing to spend 50 cents or 99 cents or whatever it is to get those power-ups, to get those extra things, to build that building faster, to get that in-game currency. Because the free-to-play model is based off of your addiction to it and your willingness to pay for it. And the weirdest thing about the addiction-based model is that it runs off of... And there's a great episode about South, of South Park called Freemium Gaming, which I would 100% you recommend you watch, because it breaks down exactly how this shit works, and it's fucking evil genius. 100% recommend watching that episode to get more, even more insight than I'm giving you into this thing. Uh, because there's something that they point out in that episode is that the majority of people who buy alcohol are not addicts. However, alcohol companies make a shocking percentage of their profits off the people who are. And this same thing is true for free video games. These free-to-play freemium games. The same thing is true of them. Like, I also play a lot of Halo Infinite on the, on the Xbox. And I do that... <clears throat> And I do that, and that game is free. Technically, Halo Infinite is technically free to play. At least the multiplayer is. If you have Game Pass, the single player is also. But the multiplayer is free to play regardless of whether you have Game Pass or not. The thing about it, though, is, is that it supports itself by selling costumes and weapon skins to players. Now, I've never bought any of those, but there are lots of people who drop 10 $20 at a time to get these custom armor sets. Those people are the addicts. And the same thing applies to phone games. Phone games know that most people who play them are just going to watch the ads, and that's where the phone game will make its money. But there's going to be a small percentage of people who get on the phone game, and maybe they're kids, or maybe they're someone with an addictive personality disorder who is trying to avoid things like actual drugs and alcohol and isn't protecting themselves from, you know, stupid games on their phone. Next thing you know, they're spending ludicrous amounts of money on bullshit that doesn't exist. You know, like NFTs. Uh, and the next thing you know, they have a problem. And this is a problem. Whether they're old, whether we're talking about senior citizens, people with addictive personality disorders, children who 
could future have addictive personality disorders, maybe even related to these types of early developmental behaviors with phone games. I guess what I'm saying here is that phone games are not great. There are literally only two phone games on my phone that I would ever recommend to anyone, and they are Plague Inc. and Game Development Tycoon, both of which are fun little simulator games. The big thing being that Game Development Tycoon is not free. It costs $5. It's the only phone game I've ever bought. And Plague Inc. is genuinely entertaining and has no ads. The only phone games I could ever recommend. You can get, technically, you can get Plague Inc. on Steam and not even have to play it on a phone. Because, like, and this is the thing, phone games are something that are just designed to distract you, to take up your time when you're sitting on the toilet or stuff like that. You are far better off doing other things for entertainment. And this is the thing I have to work on myself. I, I am addicted to shit like this, and I know I have to work on it. And I recommend that you work on it, too. Because life is too short to be sucked into bullshit micromanagement games when you could be actually experiencing life. Or even, even reading a book or playing a real video game on a fucking TV with a fucking controller. Oh, that's the other thing. Phone games also suck because they don't have controllers. Screen touch is extremely limiting bullshit. I have not gone all over all the games on my phone, to be honest, because frankly, I'm boring the sh... Frankly, I, I, they were not as easy to tear... It's more meaningless than I originally anticipated. But the point is, phone games are bullshit. Like, absolute trash. Go out, touch some grass. Or if you're going to stay in, at least play a real video game. Or watch a movie. Or read a book. Or jack off. Or... Or, I'm sorry, that's not inclusive. Masturbate however your, your genitalia applies. Don't play phone games. You have, life is too short for phone games. And, and our attention spans are only getting worse with them. Hello, sir. I, would you uh, be interested in joining me and my compatriot here in the alley over here? Yeah, man, come on over here. Well, I don't know about this. Uh, what are you guys doing in this alley? Well, my sir, we would just, uh, we would like to talk to you about... Crack farm on the phone. Yeah, man, crack farm on the phone. I, I, I don't, uh, a crack farm on the phone? I don't understand. Well, sir, it's really very simple. Um, we need more Google Play dollars to, to beat crack farm. And we are both willing to suck your dick.